And another episode where I was having an off night, so this is going to be great. You were not having an off night. You've never had an off night. I apologize to all the fans. (laughs) It's not true. Gay Met Nation. Gosh, I mean, everybody watching right now is like, man, that still looks great. Carol Channing. Yeah, younger than ever. Very good Matt Steele impression. That's Matt Steele. Just screaming, Carol Channing. Carol Channing. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Two Gay Mats, the podcast. It's Matt Palmer, and I'm here with someone who, if you're not looking at us right now, Spoiler is not Matt Steele. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do not be sorry. Do not apologize. Matt Steele is in Jersey and he informed me as he was packing up that he forgot to pack his mic. And you know what? I don't accept bad quality audio. <laughs> so at this point, I think he's just gone. I think he's. I think this is the show. This is the show. <laughs> we had a very short. Oh, I haven't fully introduced you. Oh, this is writer, comedian, extraordinaire, alum of College Humor, alum of Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, has written over 2,000 billion <laughs> episodes of television. Yes, that's Official right. numbers. That's right. Uh, and LA's own queen from hailing from Chicago to Los Angeles, New York, did a little stop through UCB Queen Janie Stolar. Oh my God, Matt, thank you. <laughs> Truly the best guest of all time. You've actually been asked about, I think, on the Patreon. Someone was like, I think it's time for a Janie update. That really means a lot to me because I'm a two gay Matt stan. I mean, so just to like be even in the world is my an God. honor. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so sorry. I don't know about Sondheim and the kinds of things. <laughs> Half of your demo is probably waiting for. I think they'll be fine. Okay. You know what? They're so happy to hear from you yet again. Janie, <laughs> I just feel like the last time you were on the podcast, when what was this like a year ago? I feel like we definitely were recording remotely. It was remote. We were all very like, you know, what's the word? What did people say back then? Out of an abundance of caution. <laughs> people are still saying that people now. Are, and they need to stop. Like for, I hate that phrase so much. Just because it's like, we know you're just ignoring. Or someone already has COVID. Right. It's <laughs> yes. like clearly you're lying. You're and lying. someone has COVID in the cast of this show that is like out of abundance of caution going to close down for the next two weeks exactly. It's <laughs> yes. like, well, well. well. <laughs> okay. Jenny, how have you been? Oh my God. And happy 2022. This is our happy first episode of 2022. Well, how was your break and how was your, your new year? It was raining. I was alone. <laughs> I locked myself out of the apartment. Well, that um, just happened just now. It did just happen just now. <laughs> sort of on the upswing, I would say. Yeah. How about you? I mean, it's been good. I, I went home to Atlanta, brought uh, Jackson home for the first time. There may have been some pictures up on the Instagram. Uh, and that was lovely. Then I went to your hometown, Chicago. Let's talk about that. What it, did you think? I thought it was cool. The, <laughs> <laughs> I've the, known Matt for long enough where that's not the highest endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought it was cool. We love the bean. You look crazy looking at the It's like, oh, I look crazy in now, there. Now, I grew up, the bean wasn't there. So oh. if we didn't have the bean to discuss. <laughs> okay, without the bean. Okay. It was, I mean, you know I'm a thin-skinned person. We all think about when we lived in New York together, which, by the way, it was only six months overlap looking back. And yet, it was We've enough. been besties for a decade now, whatever. But it's just crazy. Uh, I'm thin-skinned, like, uh, coldness wise so and then a lot of uh, Jackson's family is understandably like COVID conscious COVID nervous so we had a lot of outdoor like fire pit moments and did my toes and feet freeze for upwards of five hours after that yeah I think we have to go you know? back in another season I, I would say just to defend Chicago I fully agree that's why I don't live there <laughs> but it is 
really a wonderful city when yeah. you're not outside in the cold. I, I don't think it's not wonderful. I, yeah. I was getting wonderful vibes. It just was, it probably wasn't the season for me. A hundred percent. understand. I have not been there in the winter by choice ever. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get Even it. Even when like you were in school and stuff, you must have gone back I home. would just stay in my house and not leave. I just would not want to be outside. And that's the thing is I was still doing that in Atlanta up until like, oh, I'm bringing a boy home, which has never happened in all of my days. And so I'm like, oh, so I have to like think of Atlanta things to do. His friend was like, oh, what like things you guys going to do? I'm like, well, we're going to go to the world of Coke. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's fun. The aquarium. We, uh, aquarium. Uh, we went back uh, by my old school, the Westminster Schools, <laughs> and uh, went to the P-Lot, famous for its Smoothie King. It's Willie's Mexican and it's Starbucks. And that was hour one. <laughs> I and- know, honestly, that was essentially all we did. <laughs> uh, we ate a lot. There was, I think, six cakes for six people at my uh, mom's house. Ooh, it was like the standout cake. Which I mean, like- there were there were obviously the sweet potato pie is always the well, star, the crowning jewel. There was a, a, a pound cake incident we can't get into. <laughs> but essentially, me and Jackson tried to help with my mom's uh, pound cake, which was her mom's pound cake. And... Did we mess it up? Yes. <laughs> Did my mom have to make it herself? Yes. But the thought counted. That, I think Anthony would be proud. <laughs> like that so feels too. like the whole point was you tried. And uh, uh, wait, speaking of, mm. have you queer eyed at all? I've watched the first two. Have all you right. watched it? I didn't. We were watching. We were at a two year old's birthday party last night. As much cool people like are usually over yeah. weekends. I mean, times. he is like the coolest person we know. Honestly, so. <laughs> yeah. Team Owen forever. Yes. Uh, but I, once you left, Jackson and I slept over at our friend's place and uh, began watching the first episode of Queer Eye. I fell asleep immediately. I'll say I left and you were asleep oh at my gosh. the dinner table. <laughs> yes. So that doesn't surprise that me. It was, it was, Honestly, like it was one of those I need a vacation from this vacation moments. I can see it. You were doing a lot of traveling. Yes. You were up and you were out and you were entertaining and holidays and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah you're probably exhausted. And it, it's like it was fun, of course. I had a lovely time, but it was like, oh, you know, this is new members of Jackson's family. I have to be up and at them and enjoying. And they're like night owls to a T. So it's like we're up till 2.30 every night. I had just gotten back in L.A. the night before. It took a long time to get back here. Whatever. Long story short. Did I fall asleep at 11 o'clock on the couch watching Queer Eye? Yes. That sounds like a lovely night. It really was great. Yeah. Uh, Questions for you about, are you enjoying the season so far? I'm loving it so far. All right. And also, is Anthony like distractingly hot? Okay. Because like. They've had him in two episodes. He's done push-ups and um, uh, deadlift. (laughs) And it's now I think they've sort of just pushed him to the side. Like he is just the hot guy who sometimes is in the I was going to say, is there, does he cook? There's been moments where he like helps facilitate other people's recipes, which mm. I think is weird. Mm. Like that's sort of his job now. I and the thing is, I of course am happy to see a handsome man on television, but I feel like if you are following his Instagram presence, as we are closely, the body's gotten out of control. It's out of control. It's out. Of, it's like it's you've out of control. Never eaten a carb. Like you, how am I supposed to take food advice from I you know. now? Sir? I mean, I wonder if they should just pivot I don't think they would but like he could be fitness he could be fitness and just have it be that yes. like also the food thing I think that's probably the most unnecessary of all mm. the queer eye categories and so who's is Bobby still your number one Bobby's great but in the first episode JVN talks to someone about a hair situation mm. so sweetly and yeah. thoughtfully yeah. and so kindly that I, I they that was like a standout episode oh I thought that was like all right Time for the Emmy for JBN. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we love them, I believe. I think either he or them. He or them. Okay, yeah. great. Love them. Uh, and I can't wait to dive in. So speaking of diving in, should we jump into News for Idiots, which did come from 
our dead podcast, <laughs> TV QA. If you want to hear two episodes now. I will say the thing about it was it was meant to be. We were meant to just talk about pop culture. Yes. But we were living on different coasts at the time. Yes. So we would like record it when we were together and we would try, we try to do it apart. And this was a different time. There it wasn't was, technology. We, we weren't Zoom people. We were not Zoom people. We did not get the ins and outs of Zoom. We didn't have Zoom Pro or whatever. Yes. And now we do. So and- if you like me and not, if you don't hate me, please let us know. I really want to make Matt feel pressure to do a second podcast I I am always available for that and honestly there's no I literally texted Janie maybe two and a half three weeks ago being like by the way you need a podcast like the people need your opinions every week does anyone also on this know about Twitch because um, Hopefully they do, and hopefully we will at some point. Yes, we're trying to dive we into to figure Twitch. Out Twitch. That's like where it happened. Because you were on a Twitch comedy show, recently. and it was so great. Wow! And then you make it a podcast. I don't know. So if anyone can help, we we'll yes. pay you for that. If there are, <laughs> if there are youths listening or watching out yes. there, please, Gen Z, please, Gen Z, please, please. That be the uh, Gen just Gen Z, Z please. please. We need, we need you now more than ever. Exactly. All right. Um. So, sorry to jump into sad news first, but I feel like it is the, the highest news story on the list at the moment. Miss Betty White. Very. I won't say actually oh. how I feel. Okay. I have a hot take on this. Oh God. <laughs> you didn't know this I have is a hot a shock. take. <laughs> I can't believe you're getting our, our podcast canceled. Please go on. <laughs> we love Betty White. We do. An incredible icon forever. Period. First of all, the People magazine, she's turning 100. I know, like, I know. There's a lot that I wonder in the media business what mm. sort of alt cover was ready and were they like waiting to the last minute because you know these things um, a weekly magazine is sort of outdated in our news media like right. get the news on Twitter or TMZ or whatever so yeah. like, that's just like I would love the documentary about that yes the second thing is everybody dies okay oh Jesus <laughs> if you had to die would right. you not want to die 99 sharp beloved on a magazine cover hello everyone in america well around the world probably is mourning you for sure and you look great and you're doing great and everyone loves you that's how i'd like to go hey i think that's actually exactly right yeah and i mean what an incredible illustrious career she lived such a long and healthy life she was so with it until the very end yes i feel like they're I, because of this news, it was almost like uncomfortably a lot of attention on the fact that she was turning 100 on like January 17th or whatever. I think there's a show or documentary that's been prepped and is going to, I assume, still be released. But it just was like, I feel like for people like us, we're always like, something bad's about to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I would personally have agreed to like celebrate my centennial because it's like, I mean, you never know. No, I feel like I turned 35 and I was like, the decay has come. I am, (laughs) I I am halfway there slash in the, I mean, like just ready at any any moment. (laughs) So I feel my 35 year old celebration was a curse. So uh, God bless making it to a few days shy of a hundred. That's I, really incredible. I would like to say, I don't believe Janie is cursed on record. <laughs> I just want to Do you believe everyone is secretly a mole. <laughs> Cause that's my other widely held belief that I well, share with many people. Yeah. I feel like night one, you're like, by the way, everyone's a mole. Hi, like, will you be my best friend? Everyone's right. a mole. And this was, this is a woman I just saw at a party doing the single ladies dance in full, which again, will tell you what year it was. <laughs> we'll tell you what, time it was it was relevant at the time it really was it yeah. was so it wasn't like she was doing this yesterday guys no. that's what i'm saying exactly. um second item of note and this is so great to have you here for this because matt Steele doesn't watch but insecure the finale aired i there were so many emotions 
I thought it was beautiful. I I feel like we discussed this briefly at uh, Owen's B-Day, but there were uh, some reactions that were not all that positive about the finale, which I feel like people just put so much pressure on finales. Like We want to wrap everything up perfectly in a bow. And if I'm not satisfied with every single frame, then it was a disaster. Let's light it on fire. A hundred percent. I mean, I there's a spoiler of what I'm going to say about the finale. Spoiler. But I feel like it really was, wow, thank you for showing us this culmination of this show. We've been Mm. on this journey. And they didn't just say they're at this point now and everything's fine. They showed it's still going to take more time and more growth for them to get where, you know, we're going to see this like beautiful ending. So I thought that was cool. They didn't like try to speed up and make it just happen in the end. It right. always feels so, you know, unrealistic and like the show just stops. Totally. It was great. I thought it was lovely and I also love that they, the, so much focus was about Molly finding her happy ending because, so again, again, spoiler, but because that was like the beginning of the pilot. Like it was about Issa feeling stuck at work and in her relationship, but I feel like her work life was the primary focus of her, you know, goals and aspirations throughout the series. Like she started out working at We Got Y'all and ended up where she Absolutely. ended up. Absolutely. And and oh, Molly's whole thing was like, I want, like, she was desperately wanting to get married, wanting to find that right person. And especially after season four, which, you know, much like the Housewives of Potomac, I believe it's its best season. I love this last season, love all the seasons, but that season, that friendship breakdown, there's something about a friendship breakdown that just really, it's like Jill and Bethany back in the day during the first times we met. There's no better season of Housewives of New York should to me. Should we have one? I think we should just for content. That should be what the our spinoff podcast is going to be. It's just yes. our breakdown and rebuild and of the rebuilding. friendship. It's true. And that also, it was the ultimate love story of the whole show. Yes. The thread. So it felt the most poignant and yes. irreparably sad when yeah. they weren't friends. So I think that was a beautiful moment in the end. Right. It's like, yes, it, of course, it was lovely to see, spoiler skin, Issa with her engagement ring on with Lawrence and like talking to, but it's like, I'm glad it focused on the friendship between Molly and Issa in those last frames. Like that is the love story of the show. They are each other's soulmates. Yeah. The men, I'm glad they found people and they seem happy and right for them. But like, also, I have to say, I recommend there's a documentary on HBO about making the final season mm. and seeing from what they've portrayed. It is such a healthy, wonderful work environment oh. and everyone loves each other and it's so supportive. So right. it just made you think like, wow, this is just a really exemplary show right. for so many reasons. Totally. And I feel like as someone in the biz, you know, people that are in the scripted world and the crew of that. And it's more rare than you think yeah. that the show is run as beautifully and as kindly yeah. as that show. I got the vibe that like Issa's just, she's going <sighs> to truly run Hollywood. She's amazing. I yeah. can't wait. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I, yes, I started that documentary and I haven't finished it, but I need to. So I love. Oh, I love to. Next story. What's up? What's up? Ooh, this was another dark one. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw it. I don't know if there's much to say about this. <laughs> It's not funny. Um, hot take. No, just I kidding. know, no, hot no, no, take. No, no, no. We don't like Ghislaine. Is that how you say it? Okay, here's the thing. Okay. It's, I guess, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Oh, it's Ghislaine. <laughs> we don't owe her the respect we really don't. of Ghislaine. Ghislaine, no. And I also love as much of the New York Post is like garbage 99% of the time. The headline of guilty, hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. So she is confirmed. Uh, sex trafficker assisted Jeff Epstein. Five out of six counts. Five out of six counts. Yeah. We wish her nothing but the worst. Like what she did with the grooming. Like who's, I hope and pray that if you're not directly related, even if you are, yeah. there aren't people that are team 
Jizz Lane out there, right? Well, there's like, you know how there's people that say it's feminism, but it's just bad. There are people that are like, she's just a, you know, a stand in because she's a woman for all of the blah, blah, blah. Mm. No, take them all down. Take them all take down. Take them all down. If also, at- I want her to name names on the way out. Let's oh, take them all down. Because you know who was involved with that thing. You can name a million names, yeah. But Mr. Trump. I know, I but mean. also. Mr. I know, I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know, I know, and you're not wrong. Yeah. And honestly, they can all go. They can like, all go. I don't care. Take them all down. If I like you, if I don't like you, if I wanted you to be president or not, take them all down. Take them all down. Because this is a non-starter. This is horrible. So I'm glad, you know, justice, it's like justice gets served every like five times. <laughs> Out of a billion. Out of a billion. Yes, agreed. So it's I know. nice when... It happens. A little bit of sense in the world. A little bit. I know. I'll take it. Uh, So have you, by chance, seen the trailer for the new Janet documentary? I have. Wow. What did you think? I know you're a huge Janet stan. I am a giant Janet stan. She was my number two as a child, and I've loved her forever. I thought it was excellent. I can't believe we're getting Catherine on record. Mm. I was not expecting that. There's obviously some Michael talk. I... Couldn't believe the little scene in which they're like, Justin's people are reaching out to you about the Super Bowl. Because, okay, and I reached out to someone about this and they disagreed with me, but I honestly think it's that that moment in the trailer is the best press he's gotten in years. I'm glad we heard from her team that she was invited to be a part of his Super Bowl performance because he so could have been. Because when he was announced to be the Super Bowl halftime show person, everyone was like, fuck him, where's Janet? And... We were all hoping she'd pop up in the middle, and she never did. And was like, "Oh fuck him!" And he, he could have played the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, like, J Lo did it, and then the weekend. But no, before um, that, but like years. I like, don't know. Remember, I remember the Man of the Woods era when he was like, "What?" Oh, he had a whole album, put out an album with uh, Neptunes, and his first single was Filthy, and he was a robot in the video. <laughs> I don't know where I was. He was like Steve Jobs. I love that you're, this is all news. It's all news. I, I must not listen to this. I must continue to not listen to this. I mean, that just means you're doing it right, and you're ignoring the things you should be ignoring. But yes, he played the Super Bowl, did a pretty poor job. Did from, he do the song with the... Um, he must have. Oh, yes, I think no. he did, and he made some sort of winky reference Ew, to it, no. which was gross. And everything, and he, but he also was like lazy, and like for someone who, honestly, as much as I hate the man, was a great performer during oh, yeah. like Future Sex Love Sounds. He has lost he had his it. moment. Yeah, it didn't. It just wasn't good. Between no one liked it. Between this and Britney this year, I do think it's just like you cannot. He does need to say something he to does. do something right. Something exactly. Has to happen. And so honestly, the fact that we're hearing it from this Janet trailer, we did. He didn't pop out after everyone hated on him about the Super Bowl saying like hey well we invited her and she turned us down and he really could have it would have been a very JT move and he didn't that is the first thing I'll say good for you for not doing that yeah, Justin totally. um, but I think it's interesting that we're touching on that we're touching on Michael I love that it's a two night event I also love that like so many giant superstars are there in the trailer talking about her because I feel like because of uh, what happened on the Super Bowl and because of um, what's that man's name who's married to Julie Chan is a piece of shit <laughs> Um, Moonves, Les Moonves, actively attempting to ruin her career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many of the younger people, the Gen Z, if you were younger than us, you don't know how big Janet Jackson was. There's a New York Times documentary on Hulu about yes. it that briefly touches. She's not quoted in it. It's, she's, I mean, this is going to be so much better because yes. she's actually like at the helm. For sure. But that is a good, I thought, a good like debrief of yes. who she was, how big she was, and what happened, and the fallout. Right. Like just... Yes. To prepare yourself for 
for this documentary. If you don't know enough about Janet, watch the A&E documentary, which by, they was the one that did the Britney documentary and then did the Janet one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Justin, bad week for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I don't know who he made mad at FX or oh, whatever, boy. but they're Can not fans. He, oh, God. I know. Uh, but that trailer looks excellent. Yeah, it I looks can't really wait. great. And I think it's end of January. So I love having something to look forward to. Thank God we have something to look forward Honestly, to. Honestly, uh, oh, Janet, Britney unfollowed Jamie Lynn. Okay, I love there are the, like, her fans are just watching for that, oh, yes. just waiting for that yes. moment. That yes. made me feel, she's so supported. I like, know. we are all looking at everything she does. Oh, my God. It's beyond. And I love, I mean, I don't know what's happening there. I never fully understood it. Jamie Lynn did not do enough to support her, of course. But, you know, clearly Britney's cutting ties. So that's that Thank on God. that. Uh, and Britney's confirmed there's new music in the works, which we love. She says there's a new song. Did you watch the Instagram where she's okay. singing in the mirror? I just before this, just wanted to remind myself, I put it on and my cat ran out of the room. <laughs> I We love Britney. I think it was we just was, it was an, a sudden it's very a terrifying we're, we're, sound. <laughs> and yes, we love Britney. We're not saying, and everyone has sounded bad. Like I just saw a video of Jennifer Hudson sounding bad. It what? happens. I know. Where? She, she sang the Super Bowl at some, or said Super Bowl. The <laughs> she na- sang, the, she Super sang the Super Bowl. Period. <laughs> sang it. Did a great job. No, she sang the national anthem somewhere and it ended with, and the home of the brave. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's like not a note. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Did she, as a singer, did she go too high? There was no note. <laughs> it was just a bar, like, and again. I got to find this. This is a person who sounds incredible live 99% of the time. Oh, yeah. Everyone has an off day. <laughs> but it was a shock to, uh, to like be like, oh, let me turn the sound off mute on this Instagram. And it was like, whoa. Yes, it was a shock. It just was like, she's doing runs. She's using that big voice that she had is like it just was it just is a shock to hear but whatever i'm sure whatever she's making in the studio is going to be we support her we'll be applauding we will be doing whatever it takes to get her back making music whatever makes her happy oh my god on her own terms yes yes that's that on that yeah truly so hide your cats next (laughs) hide your cats indeed (laughs) um so okay, Katy Perry has a new song with Alessa, <laughs> with Alessa, and I actually don't mind it. I believe it's called "When You're Gone." The video is coming out on January 10th in the middle of some football game. Uh, she also is in conjunction with the song performing in Las Vegas. She has a new Vegas residency, Katy Perry play. A lot of throwbacks to the Katy teenage dream era, and like I just. I feel like even during Teenage Dream, where she was putting out like bop after bop and like hit after hit, I was always like, when she leans too cutesy, I find it a little annoying. Like, I just found it just like the last Friday night video, it's like, we're doing comedian. And I'm like, I don't need that from you. And I feel like the Vegas residency, she's really leaning hard. Is the Vegas residency like outdoors? No. I was looking at it <laughs> nope. going. Mm-mm-mm. No, it's not. <laughs> this feels super spreader yes. bonanza to me. <laughs> like it's giving party while we get COVID. I mean, I feel like due to an abundance of caution will be said soon. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I feel in a like moment of time. It's a coming. And I will say some of her costumes in this tour, they're by Zaldi. Like they're very cool and they're yeah. interesting. But I agree with you. Sometimes she's just like, she thinks she's funnier than she is. Yes, yes. Which is really hard. Didn't, <laughs> didn't the other two make a joke when like uh, the kid was performing at the VMAs and like he, he, uh, the kids, I don't remember, Drew has got to get ready uh, because Katy Perry's on stage. She's performing and then uh, Brooke was like, is she singing or is she doing a comedic set? And it's like, oh, she's doing comedy. It's like, oh, we have time. <laughs> 
That's so, so funny. the people know. And just if you haven't seen the pictures from the Vegas show, it includes a bra made of beer cans that lactates beer, a giant surgical mask that drinks beer with Katy Perry, costumes made of bedazzled trash, a set of giant matching mushrooms, a huge bathtub, rocking horse, and toilet, a giant poop that sings California girl, Girls. Again, a giant poop that sings California Girls. Okay, so that's what women who are like really, really hot think is funny because they think poop is mm. like hilarious. It's like Katie from The Bachelorette. Yes, that's yes. like where their comedy starts and ends. Right. Because they've been, it's like every hot person, if you've been hot your whole life, you're not funny. And I think yes. that's okay. I think. Oh, people, stay in the lane. Stay in the lane. Hot is a lane. Hot, hot is, is a wonderful lane. Marketable. It is monetizable. You will get what you want all the time. 100%. It's a great thing to be. But leave the comedy to the professionals. The uglies. The ugly. <laughs> yes. Let us have our thing. You are not that. You luckily have both been well, given yeah, with both actually, hands. I should be saying, as a hot person who's also hilarious. I was going to say. Is, you know what I mean? Oh, it's, what's that? It's just not fair. It's, not it's just fair. not fair. Poor it's not everybody fair. else. No one likes my poop jokes anymore. <laughs> it's so weird. So if you go to that Vegas show before it gets shut down, I hope you have a great time. And please and, be boosted. And please be boosted. And also, someone... Explain to me why she's singing the greatest love of all. She is. She is. She's wearing a poop. What is she well, doing? I don't know. She's she's standing on top of like uh, it seems like a a, pat, a rainbow um stage that like lifts and lifts and lifts and maybe is all connected to her hair, or all connected to the dress. But it's like you know how you tell American Idol contestants. Well, I guess she does as one of the judges. Oh, don't cover Whitney Houston, yeah. Katie. Yeah. Don't cover Whitney Houston. Like, Ooh. you don't sound bad. Like, you know, you can sing your songs, fireworks, whatever. Why would you try? You wouldn't want it. I, as someone who sings, would never want someone to to hear me sing a song that Whitney Houston also sang. Yeah. In the 80s? Because you're no. just asking me to be compared. Exactly. That's all it is. And that's not a favorable comparison. No, no one wants that. So, um, if someone could explain to me why she's doing that, uh, please do. Uh, and I, I love that you're here also because we had um, a Christmas Eve uh, Zoom party with some listeners and, and patrons. Go to patreon.com slash 2 mats and become a $2 plus patron if you want to be on those. But we had a listener, uh, uh, Dr. Woods, uh, who said that she was a big fan of Anne Just Like That. She was a fan? Fan. And I feel like you, as the Sex and the City expert in my life, as the Anne Just Like That aficionado of the world, have all the information on Anne Just Like That. And I want you to tell us all what's happening. Can there. I address Dr. Woods? I believe. Yes, please. And if. Yes, please. Go, please. What? Why? Why? <laughs> why do you? Why do you? What do you like about it? Tell me now. And she's brilliant and hilarious and a therapist. And she's like. Dr. Woods, I need your help because <laughs> I need to schedule an appointment. Yes. Um. So I am a huge, huge Sex and City fan. I am. Could not be more obsessed. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Oh boy! I will Where? say to tie into previous topics, um, Brittany's boyfriend Sam, yes, did post he didn't get the role of physical therapist that it was in the latest episode. Oh, yep. Okay, I mean, okay. just wanted to tie it. I, in. I, I, that's a great tie-in. Um, Thank you, he Sam. He didn't get for that. it, but he wished well to the actor who did. Good. And I believe that 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 role was an under five, is what they call in the industry. I love. Okay, that. so <laughs> here's the thing. As one of the fans of this incredible show that was yes. of its time and ahead of its time in yes. many ways, and you can look at it as this, like, it's hilarious, perfect show yeah. with the flaws we now have with the lens of 2021. Totally. No one wanted these characters <laughs> to deal with race. <laughs> no one sat No one sat around thinking, I wonder how Charlotte is dealing with white privilege. Mm. Because 
they're also not like even where the white people last year all did the public outcry yeah, tears. The black thing. box on Instagram, yeah. The, it's it's that's what the show is. Mm, it's it's a long stretched out black box on Instagram. Mm. And people have done the thing where they say, actually take that down. You're taking space. And they go, okay. And here's my other thing <laughs> about race. <laughs> it's so weird. Mm. And I, I say this praying Michael Patrick King will give me a job. Of course. I think after this, he will. If I he's think hearing. so. Yeah. They're brilliant writers. They're wonderful, hilarious, creative people. Yeah. And so I'm just a little disappointed that the focus isn't on these characters we love and the the growth they've had as individuals right. and their relationships. And it just feels more about like society, which the show was, but it wasn't like specifically right. about tackling societal topics totally. at the time. I have heard what they're doing with Miranda is particularly mm. wild. Mm. Could you touch on that? Because what I hear, and this is all just you know hearsay, is that she has become the Karen of the group somehow. And I felt <laughs> oh like she was not that in the nineties and the original incarnation of these characters. Is yeah. that, is that is that fair to say? Is that what's happening? She's definitely not a Karen because okay. she is tr- like her heart's in the right place. She's okay. still the person who wants to do right. Yes. She's fumbling a lot. Mm. And in this, I mean, this is also a spoiler, spoiler, the, just the episodes that have been out. She is, also an alcoholic, also gay. Right. Also, like, there's just like a lot going on with her, and it's hard to specifically figure out what the real problems are because mm. at the same time, she's going back to law school and she's learning about race. Yeah. Every uh, one of the white women has their own person of color that I've, personally, like, that. gives them permission to mess up. Mm. Um, and Mm-mm-mm. it's okay. Mm. And I mess up too. And you're like, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> It's not the same. Wow. And that's, and just like that. And just like that. Um, all right. So I, that's good to know. I'm glad. I just needed someone who was an expert truly to discuss it because I just watched the scene where Big, I don't, spoiler. I made you watch the scene. You did. Where Big dies. And you weren't being as public at the time about your feelings because on the show. Because I really do want a job. <laughs> Yes, and I didn't want to, you know, hinder that, and so I didn't say who it was that I watched it with, but, like, if you listen to this, you could probably put two and two together, but now everyone knows for sure. So, trying to think of the remaining stories, is there anything we really, there are, I guess, a couple, actually. The Rock oh, has- <laughs> This story kills me. The thing about this story is it is so Housewives, like, it's so... You know, a housewife storyline that's playing out in the media between these two like macho guys. Yeah. And so it just makes me laugh so hard. And I'll never watch one of these movies because why would I? But like the fact that this is going back and forth makes my day. The Rock has publicly rejected Vin Diesel's invitation to return to the Fast and Furious franchise and calls him out on manipulation. I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's the Spider-Man meme of them pointing at each other. They're both these bald like I dudes know. who I honestly have confused before. And it's like, you guys really hate each other that much? Yeah, like, it's so funny. So if you didn't know, uh, Vin Diesel, I guess, went to Instagram and was like, hey, uh, I this is we're coming around on round 10 of the 10th Fast and the Furious. And like, I at The Rock, please. Please come back. You know, I'm doing this for Paul Walker and his memory. And like he always sends Christmas gifts to my kids. And so they'd love to see you back. Like, see you soon, bro. And then apparently The Rock was asked about this in some scene in an interview and was essentially like, he already knows I would not be returning to this franchise. Um, I was very surprised by the post. 
post. Vin and I actually connected, not over social media. I told him directly and uh, privately that I would not be returning to the franchise. I was firm yet cordial with my words and said I would always be uh, supportive of the cast, blah, blah, blah. Um, He feels like it was manipulation because he didn't like that he brought up his children in the past and as well as Paul Walker's death. He basically is just like, yeah, there's no chance in hell I'm coming back. You know what they need? Uh A common enemy. I'm sure they both hate like bad tasting protein drinks <laughs> or hair or, or hair. Yes, it's one like <laughs> beta guys yeah. cucks cucks um have you ever seen a fast and furious movie not one me neither i mean how could you i know i couldn't imagine i love it's also but what what you said is so funny too because it's like these are like these masculine guys and then people who watch housewives and drama filled shows it's like oh you know that's so like a Stupid or whatever, right. but it's like these are the this most. Yeah, it's the same. It's literally this. It's so, so stupid. I love that this is happening. I hope it goes on forever. I wish every like beefy guy would fight mm. in like this way, not physically, That's just fair. with emotions. I, hey, I, I would love that. <laughs> I would love an emotional fight. I will cut this out if you need me to. Can we talk about this? Oh yeah, we can talk about okay, that. Great. Um. So if anyone has been known, I in the past weeks and I guess a few months now, I've been going back and watching a little bit of Real Housewives of Orange County, which is always a blind spot for me. Megan King Edmonds comes in as one of my favorites because she discovers the whole Brooks cancer scam when Vicky is dating Brooks and Brooks is faking cancer. Megan King Edmonds randomly very recently in the past couple of months has married uh, Joe Biden's nephew, who is a uh, cuff. <laughs> C-U-F-F-E. Yes. It could be pronounced Q-F-E. Kofifi. We you know don't what? know. We don't know and we'll never know we'll because never know. after two months they have announced their split. <laughs> That's so bad. And Biden was at, President That's Biden was at the wedding. President Biden, our current sitting president, w- took time off from his schedule of being the president That's to crazy. go to this wedding that did not last two months. She then like went on Instagram and said something about like, oh, this is obviously a very painful time, but like, uh, I... I, I'm trying to sort out how I was lied to X, Y, Z, but like it's like at the end of the day, guys, two months? Two this months. This is like Kim Kardashian and that basketball guy we I forgot think about. I you just have to pretend it's fine for a while. At least a year. Yeah, if fake the, it for a year. If the current president is at your wedding, you can't look like you wasted his time. That's Emily Post. She <laughs> says if the current president is at, you are a real housewife, the president yes. comes to your wedding, which yes. already is insane. Right. You need to make it look like you lasted a year. Honestly. Yeah. So it didn't happen for Megan King. And I, I do I like her? I, I liked what she did for the show for that first season she was on it. Yes. I appreciated that. Yes. She, but she moved the story. She forward. did move the story. She was a catalyst for a great season. But man, oh, man. That is rough. That's a mess. That's bad. So, Janie, is there any other news for idiots that you think I could have missed this week um, in my research? That is a great question. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, the Well, I guess being the Ricardos is oh, yeah. not on everyone's radar still like it haunts me every but, night. By the way, I'm pretty sure the you know owner of that seat, Mr. Steele, is a big fan of being the Ricardos. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, I am also excited to start a feud here. How did you feel about the film? Oh my god, feud! Feud. Being the Ricardos. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'm a big Lucy fan. Yes. I love Lucy. I love. I actually love Lucy. I love Lucy's about me. Yes. And I was just really mortified, and I can't wait to talk with Matt Steele about that. Wow, yeah. mortified, it, mortified is. it is. Okay, this is the new Vin Diesel, The Rock, guys. Yes. <laughs> I am ready for the. I'm fight. coming in fast and furious. Yes, the I love that. Is upcoming. Well, I guess we should take a quick break. Okay. And we'll come back soon with more two game nuts. Okay, so I, I believe we're back. Wow. Oh, my God. So welcome back to 2K Mats. I'm here with the queen of all time, Jimmy Stoller. Thank you so much. Our co-host and, you, uh, you know, the person we dedicate every episode to, let's be serious. Um, and we are now currently in Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where you can always email us and we may answer your question live on the show. Feel free to shoot us an email. Ask us a question at 2KMats at gmail.com. And that is two spelled T-W-O. And the first email is from a certain Matt Steele, which, um, you know, was a shock to me, but he has some questions, I guess. And the subject line is longtime fan, first time writer. Hey, (laughs) OMG, this is so crazy. I can't believe I'm finally writing an email my heart after all this time. I hope everyone's holidays have been joyous and magical and full of love and light. I have a few questions for both Janie and Matt Palmer. How is your COVID? I just assume you both have it. How can it be that Janie is already so much better at being a 2K Mats co-host than Matt Palmer? Not only has she been doing this for only half an hour or so, but she isn't even a gay Matt, and yet she's still so great at it, Mm. and must just be natural talent. What great things do you wish for Matt Steele in his 2022? I love one of you so, so much. Love, Matt Steele. Send for my iPhone. I mean... Rude? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think rude is my first response to that. Rude. Um, uh, we don't have COVID. <laughs> like, we have only been around each other, essentially. Was and that a jab at, like, our lifestyle? I mean, because honestly... <laughs> someone flew on a plane and I guess I did too but it ain't Janie all right I have been the most COVID safe (laughs) I took it very seriously I have not socialized for two years (laughs) literally it was like her going to that two-year-old's party was like a coming out party it was it was exactly so we don't have that um and I agree that she is an amazing two game mats co-host we want to have you on more often maybe with both of us I need to get a third microphone but that can be a that seems doable I feel like that's doable. But I feel with like you, I have, you know, we have a certain dynamic, but I would not want to become like come between the two gay mats. I mean, there's too much energy, good stuff there. There's a lot. I'm not trying to step in. Hey, we can do it both ends. Again, there's always TBQH could always make a comeback. I can always make a comeback. Everyone stay tuned. Okay. Um, Number three, what great things do you wish for Matt Steele in his 2022? Well, I hope he gets that couch. Yes. Have you talked to the uh, the listeners heard that at all? Even the Patreon? Is that a Patreon only? No, every Everyone is up to date on the fact that the couch is, you know, stuck in the seat or I whatever. I saw him, when was it, like November? Yeah. Stuck in the seat. It's in the Suez Canal. It's why that was like exactly. totally blocked it's by his couch. the only thing that's still in the Suez Canal <laughs> is Matt Steele's couch. They can't get it out. Right. So um, that's a really good hope for him. I think I saw you guys in like November, uh, December, I yeah. forget, when you had like some people over and we were talking and I was like, yeah. oh, how's it going decorating the new place? And he was just like, I finally got this couch. Mm. And we we're just having a normal conversation. And it was like a really long time later. Yeah. That he revealed it would be three years until it arrived. Like, no. I just can't imagine if you have your house without yeah. a place to sit. I know. Like, we just stand and watch TV. I, mean, I guess he could sit at the little dining room table that I left him. Oh, and, like, does he, he have chair? His chairs. Yeah, he has okay. a table and chairs there. Okay. So we could figure it out. But like, it's it's not. I haven't actually been there, but I don't imagine it feels like 
fully furnished until you got your couch. Yeah, you, know? you got to have your couch. Got to have your couch. Um, I hope for more months, like I think he, his June, I believe, was very good. And he got a lot of roles and all that. So I want him to have as many roles as he wants. And, um, you know, to be happy and to uh, appreciate all the work I do. Right. For 2K Mounts. And keep that hair game strong. Oh, the hair looks great. It looks amazing. Sometimes you look back and you're like, man. What an improvement. And all he kind of had to do was cut the sides a little bit. A good thing I stepped in. Yes. <laughs> Again. Queer Eye Who? Exactly. JVN Who? JVN Who. I'm the new JVN. It literally That's is right. like telling men to go to this one hairstylist who does Corey's hair. That's amazing. <laughs> he does a great job. Masood, the king. Oh my God. He's the so king. good. Um, so we have one. Un- we have a few questions, but a few, a few of them I felt like were more... For Matt Steele, then for you, no offense. Carol Channing. Carol, Jan- Carol Channing. Carol Channing. <laughs> and so, but Bruno has a question, a discussion for us that I think you could definitely jump in on mm. because I think you've watched this and Matt Steele hasn't. So the subject line is half watching stuff. Hi, Matt's happy new year. So in your latest, po- your last podcast of 2021, Matt Palmer says that he half watches some things while playing games. And well, I do the same. And the last thing I watched this way was coming out Colton. I don't watch The Bachelor, but I watch The View and I feel like I know everything there is to know about him and all his drama. Does he come up on The View a lot? Do you still watch The View? Wow, I guess so. I guess yeah. So. All right. He does come out a lot. Yeah, well, that's I great. mean, come out a lot. <laughs> you know the thing about Colton? He comes, he comes out, out a out lot. lot. <laughs> he comes out a lot. And uh, at first, my impression of him was he's just another reality trash personality. But after watching his Netflix show, I kind of understood why he did what he did. Because it seemed like, uh, it seemed for what he told, having to deal with being gay was something unthinkable for him. It's not acceptable, the things he did. Um, you mean the stalking, I Yeah, stalking. The stalking, the stalking. Um... Blah, blah, blah. But judging by his mindset at the time, it's understandable. But while I was feeling sorry for him, I was also questioning why he literally Kardashianed all of his coming out process. It feels like he can't live without the publicity anymore. But overall, I like the narrative of coming out Colton, and I know Matt Palmer was watching his reality series. Uh, so I guess what I want to know is, has your mind changed about him? Sorry for the long email. Have a nice day. No, that's not a long email. It's a great question. Um... I feel like my holdups with him are similar to your holdups with him. I am less forgiving, it sounds like, than Bruno about the stalking. I still am hung up on that as, like, that was really bad. And until we get the green light from Cassie that, like, she's okay and safe and, like, this is not traumatizing her, the fact that this is all being publicized and, you know, documented on this reality show, I'll still feel a little weird about him. But I did think, especially honestly, halfway through that show and onward, I thought was really interesting. The beginning of him like coming out to his family on camera where it's like they all were basically like, well, we'll love you anyways. It's kind of like, OK, like, well, let's go. Like, what is this? This isn't a show. But when he came out publicly and he like was reacting to the real backlash he received, rightfully so, I felt like that's when the show started becoming more interesting for me interesting. personally. Um, I still have, I follow him on Instagram. He seems like a nice enough guy. He and his boyfriend seem very happy. I still feel a little weird about him. And I think he's also going to be on like a celebrity survivor thing, which doesn't mm. help the whole, like, why is he filming and documenting and monetizing every piece of his life? But I think his existence and his publicly coming out will probably do more good than harm. So I don't have negative thoughts. Does he, I haven't seen it. Does he actually like apologize and take ownership over some of the stuff that you're talking about? He does to a point, but he keeps being like, I can only say so much legally, which makes sense. And it's true. Yeah. Uh, But he essentially is like, this was my last shred of like heterosexuality that I was trying to grip onto. I mean, as tightly as I could, I thought if I was going to be in love with a woman, it would be Cassie or nobody. And uh, 
Young's on that. Um, okay. Just, we must save the straights. If that's <laughs> what he equates with being heterosexual, yes, he's like, like being forcing bachelor. love on women. Woman, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I'm thinking we should jump into giving you moments. Giving so, Jenny Stoller, as the lady in the room and our guest for the evening, what? has been giving you moments lately. Well, yes. I will recommend something I love, love, love. Yes. A show on HBO you cannot half watch. You like it's it's like visual which is stressful. Yes. Um it's called How to with John Wilson. There's been two seasons. And if you know any comedy folks and you or you are one, it is like a must watch wow. or a must pretend you like to talk to comedy people. <laughs> it is like the new bar. I it's it's like um what's a show? You know how okay, well no, I won't say that. That's so mean. <laughs> If you, I can tell you certain shows where if you're like talking to someone and they like it, you're like, oh, you're not smart. mm. This one's if you are smart. You're watching this. And I won't name names, but this one's if you are smart. (laughs) This feels like to me, and I feel like I heard that he was involved in it and it made sense, the like current Nathan for you. Yeah, Nathan Fielder is the executive producer of this show. And in many ways... Nathan for you was about how LA has a bunch of hopefuls who are desperate for work and like sort of the sadness of around that Mm -hmm. the New York equivalent is how to with John Wilson. And if you've ever lived in New York, you know how you see millions of like bizarre things and you don't even process. It's just part of the culture walking down the street. It really is a celebration of New York's Mm. weirdness that way. Um, and it's really poignant and hilarious and great show. Wow. Yes. All right. So yes. I guess I got to get on it. It's got to be on my list. And what's giving you moments? What's giving me moments currently is uh, when I went back home uh, for the holidays and went to uh, my parents' house. Jackson came with me. And my mom is one of those people who, honestly, much like me, will find something she likes, play it on loop, and that's what's happening. So I walk in, and for a long time, it was Game Change, starring Julianne Moore as... <laughs> Sarah Palin, of course, but currently it is HBO Succession. I have not gotten into it up until this point, but it truly, I had no choice. And I've watched season one, episode one through season one, episode seven. And I will say I'm invested. It's hard. It's a show that is so interesting and is clearly about like horrible people who are billionaires and like, you know, the the patriarch is like the head of a media conglomerate and it's all about like his children essentially fighting for power and like trying to take him down one way or another and like succeed his works and like have access all the access he has has have the money he has have it all be passed to them and it's hard to it's much like Vanderpump rules in that you are supposed to hate everyone like there's much like Vanderpump in that everyone's the villain. Like, there's no... you can And ultimately, Jax and Kristen. Yes. So, of yeah, course. Same, ultimately, same, yes. 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 Same, same, same. Yeah. And so, um, it it's hard to stomach... Because also, the episodes are very long. Like, 50... And they're dense. They're dense. Yeah. Every scene is something. And so, when we were watching initially, we went from episode one straight into episode two. And as episode three started, did I turn the television off? Yes. <laughs> but I'm invested. I care. I want to know what happens with these people. And, like, now, seeing... Uh, Jeremy Strong as Kendall and like if he's and also how does he think the show is a drama like I like clearly it's hilarious like if nothing else the Kieran Culkin character like that's not a serious person right right like, this isn't a human being like right. I 
But I'm invested. I care. I want to see what happens. The twist and turns. I've only gotten to one twist so far. I keep telling him because I'm obsessed with Succession. It's my absolute favorite. And there are twists that come. I, too, struggled through a couple of the first ones. Not really sure what was going on. What do I like? Where do I like anchor myself? The twist in the first season leading to the season one finale. If you I know I hate saying you got to watch like eight hours of TV (laughs) to get to something. But if it's not necessarily for you, I promise it will be. It really does deliver and it gets better and better. And it's about family trauma and yes. capitalism and all these amazing themes that are yes. so like you start to really care even if you never like the people it's right. a brilliant show I love it so much I'm so excited to finish the first season you're gonna you love been, it you've been talking about the finale since you watched it initially man and you powered through succession and the Sopranos like in the recent yes. past like yes. in 2021 at least yes good for you you got your yes. prestige tv check that's the thing about yeah. Me, I only like prestige. <laughs> it's true. I've always thought of you as pre- prestigious first, that's you right. know? That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that's it for this week. I, I'm I can't so believe sad. We're saying goodbye. This is really horrible. To our lovely, beautiful, talented, accomplished. Oh my God, man. host, Janie Solar. Uh, where is she? <laughs> She's right here. I can't thank you enough. This has been um, not only the only thing I've done in a few weeks. <laughs> But the best. And I'm such a big fan of the show. And I really hope that all your wonderful fans have um, tolerated me and not been mad. And I know that Matt Steele is iconic and I and I just am grateful to even be in the remote orbit of his life. So I don't think I'm coming in here trying to. Pull a red hair. No one's no one thinks you're gonna pull a red hair, but they all do think we need a Janie Stiller podcast experience as soon as possible. What Again, that, Gen Z. Gen Z. <laughs> Just keep yelling Twitch at them and Twitch, I think someone will Twitch. Oh, Twitch. Help us. <laughs> I, I think the people need it. I really do. Like it's just yeah. it's your natural. Thank this you. is where you shine. Okay, so everyone, like, what should it be about? I mean, you know they're gonna say pop culture. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Are there a million podcasts about pop culture? Yes. But are is there a podcast with you talking about pop culture? Because some a lot of people do it. Not everyone's good at that. And you, Don't you would think be excellent. Some people just got there first. I mean, mm. I mean, <laughs> I can say neither yes nor no, but yes. <laughs> But it's never too late. You That's could right. Be, you can make yourself the shining star that we know you are. And the two game Mats fans are already behind you. Thanks, guys. It's true. So thank you all so much for watching and listening. Uh, make sure to follow both of us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Palmer Music. At Janie Fierce. Yes. And at Two Game Mats for the show. Me and Matt Steele. Um, be a patron at patreon.com slash Two Game Mats. We'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.